Welcome to Charlie vs. the Straw Man. Let's do it. This Justin, Charlie the Straw Man, has been cancelled. Taking its place is this super fucking awesome show. This show doesn't get worse every week, it gets better. Why is that? Because I'm actually gay. I'm a gay man who is proud of it and isn't just depressed about how gay he is. I suck dicks. Um. That's my only joke. Guys, I just want I just want you to know the reason this is now the best podcast of all time. Now, it is going to get even better every single week. Because um, I'm just going to stop trying to tell other jokes. I'm going to tell the same joke over and over again. Okay? Um, so, I'm just uh, driving home. Traffic sucks. Um, sun's blinding. Got to work again tomorrow. And I'm fucking tired. So if I if I come off a little bit ornery, if I if I come off like I got a bone to pick with everybody, and you can't really figure out why, that's because I, I I'm in a bad mood. Um, for me, I'm I I I don't I'm not a, a bad mood person. It's rare that I get in bad moods. For the most part, I'm a pretty laid-back person. But that being said, um, there's my there's my lovely girlfriend calling. Let's see what she has to say. I hope. All right, be nice. Do not be mean to your girlfriend. Hello, bitch. Guys, you can see, this is a unhealthy, uh, my fucking, I, I, my, the speakerphone wasn't working. The speakerphone didn't seem to be working. And then I'm trying to get my, my Bluetooth headset to pair to the phone and it won't pair. So now I'm just like, fuck, I... My headphones are in, and this bitch is in my ear just going, go to the head, go to the Bluetooth menu on your phone and select the device. <laughs> and I'm hitting the device, and I'm trying to drive, and now I'm going to crash my car and die. It's like, I'm trying to not use my hand. I'm trying to <laughs> comply with the, the law about hands-free devices and shit. But... <laughs> so now my girlfriend... She's going to get mad at me because I called her and then she called me back and I couldn't hear you. And I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so I don't, I don't really have anything to talk about exactly. Um, I'm, I'm, 
just tired. I just need to cruise. Just let it, let it coast. Let it all roll out. I guess what I've been thinking about is this show, Blue Big Mouth, that me and my girlfriend have been watching. Oh, speak of the devil. There's my girlfriend again. Let's see what she has to say. Hello? Can you hear me? No. Alright, that's very mean. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine. I'm driving! Yeah. Are you hungry? Like 40 minutes? 40 minutes! I'll be home in 40 minutes! Alright, Jesus. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Sometimes yelling is the answer. <laughs> I can hear her fine. She's on speakerphone. She's just going, what's it? What's it been? I'm like, 40 minutes. She's like, I can't, I can't hear you. I'm like, 40 minutes! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Me and my girlfriend, we watched this show together. It's called Big Mouth. And I really liked the first season. And I think they're on season four. I, two and three, I think we're... I, I, I like the show. I like Big Mouth. But um, season four has been getting on my nerves. And I'd kind of heard rumors that it was getting kind of like... Like that the, the writing was going downhill. Um... And I guess basically just that it's like getting real, getting real woke, which is, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, everything's woke. Everything's fucking woke. But the, the, the way that they're putting politics into this show, it's, it is getting on my fucking nerves, man. Like it's, it's, uh, it's like, man, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's ruining the show. Like it's making it less entertaining it's not it's not even like I, I watch shit all the time where I disagree with the, the stance of the people but it's just it's very heavy-handed on a lot of it started with the trans girl at their camp so there's a trans girl who was a boy they're like what happened aren't you Gabe or whatever and it's like no now I'm uh what the f- I don't know Jessica or something or it's funny that <laughs> <laughs> is it gay butt small dick? I think it's I think it's uh get what what is uh what's her name now? Natalie? I think Natalie. They changed the name to Natalie. Gabe changed his name to Natalie. And now she is a girl and her name is Natalie. Um and I guess I don't know. It, it it's it's fine. Like it just didn't add anything to the show. You know what I mean? Like, there just really was not much. I guess there was some drama, but. I guess there was some drama created by it, but it didn't really. didn't really, to me, add anything. And then also, it's just. It's like a cartoon, so obviously they just draw it as a woman, right? They just take a. (laughs) 
It's a cartoon character, so you can just draw a girl and just be like, I used to be a, a boy. And also, I haven't looked this up, but I think they use a female voice actress. If it's if I'm wrong about that, maybe maybe they found a trans person who's like biologically male or whatever, but like has taken a lot of hormones because it just it sounds like a I'm sure there's guys who can do women's voices effectively. I I can't. I I try, I do it all the time. Um, I actually it works pretty good on stage when I'm telling jokes in a female voice, but um, I I think I just sound like a gay person. I don't. I think I just sound like an effeminate man still. Uh, this I'm pretty sure was a woman uh, a voice actress. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. They just sort of, they just present it as like, you know, it, 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 I was annoyed initially and then they kind of handled it decently well. But then they also, when they, they did the part where it, like, it was like she was explaining what happened and like talking about how, you know, the, have I already talked about this shit? Dude, if I already, if I already talked about this shit, I'm very... I know I already talked about Big Mouth, um, but anyway, just the way that, like, the hormones were, like, a bully, and, like, she's, like, her, her male hormones coming in were, like, a bad, a bad person, like, bullying her around and turning her into somebody who she wasn't or whatever, it's, like, that's, I mean, I don't know. Just, just, just the uh, these kids. Uh, what what age are they supposed to be? They're supposed to be like um, in fourth grade. They're supposed to be like eight or something. Or no, no, they're not supposed to be that young. They're supposed to be in twelfth. Uh, they're supposed to be in eighth grade. So eighth grade would be what eleven. Yeah, like that's that's the whole point. Yeah, of course, idiot. Puberty. It's the whole show is about puberty. Puberty starts at twelve. God, I'm so dumb, you guys. God, I'm such an idiot. I shouldn't be allowed to weigh in on any of this stuff. I am too stupid to even be having a... I'm talking about a a hormone blocker being given to a kid. What what time frame do they give hormone blockers to people? Uh, Puberty, 12. God, I'm so stupid. Anyway, they give her hormone blockers in like... You know, obviously, it just presents like it's it made me who I really was or whatever. Um, and I don't fucking, I, you know, I don't really know if we should be giving hormone blockers to 12 year old kids. I mean, if the kid if the kids want to dress up however they want to dress up, if you know, once you're an adult, you want to start taking the hormones of the opposite sex that I, I don't really think that's a pro that's not really a problem kids dressing up like the other gender I mean big deal girl in a dress big deal I mean a little boy in a dress little girl in a baseball cap big fucking deal not I, I really don't even give a shit about that and then and then an adult taking whatever hormones and changing their gender, I guess, 
which again, all this shit is like, they just change the definitions, all these words. And then it's like, well, don't you know what gender means? It's like, no, I mean, you change the definition. Sure. Sure. You guys all got together. You changed the fucking definition of a word. That's fine. Language changes, but quit being cunty and acting like you know something that we don't know. We all fucking know what it means. We know what it's always meant. All right. So Jesus. And I, you know, if it's weird because, you know, preventing child abuse is one of the few things that I really struggle with in like how to do it, like how to manage that without the heavy hand of the law. And the, the like, it's pretty easy to, to realize that the, the legal system does a shitty job of it already, but like how the fuck do we keep people from fucking kids? And how, how do we keep parents from being abusive to their children? I don't know. It's really hard. And, you know, I would be against anybody getting, like, you know, like, I don't, I'm, I'm against giving your kids hormone blockers being classified as child abuse, which is, that's what a lot of people want. They want to say that it should be classified as child abuse, um, and treated as such by, by the law, by the department of, uh, what is it? Department of something, family. Damn it! I saw the I saw the sign on the building the other day. I was at as at a defax building. Department of early family and childhood. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> the department of education family. Uh, um, I don't know. Whatever, the, but giving defects the power to come in and take your kids away, the very few things I think should justify that level of intervention. I mean, you shouldn't beat your kids, but if you're spanking your kids, I, I, I think I'm against spanking kids. Period. I'm, I, I think I'm against any sort of physical parenting, any sort of physical. Uh, means of punishment or you know convincing of children but if you do it they shouldn't take your kids away if you spank your kids they shouldn't take your kids away now if you're just beating the shit out of your kids and giving them black eyes somebody needs to take your kids away and I don't know who it's going to be or like I don't know who in my utopian view of society would be having the power to take your kids away Somebody needs to take your damn kids away. And you also, you can't be having people. Do you understand what's going on here? I mean, what are you doing? Come on. Go. Get over. Everybody's whipping around you. I'm trying to teach you a fucking lesson right now. Stop doing what you're doing. Get over. These people are the worst.
Anyway, um, so giving your children hormone blockers, I don't think should justify having your children taken away from you. But I think it's fucked up. I think it's a fucked up thing to do to your kids. And I will not do it to my children. I don't care what outside pressures come. I don't care how much my little baby girl is a tomboy and likes throwing baseballs. Okay, I want her to be a tomboy and throw baseballs. I want her to play softball and be a badass. I want her to drop fucking bombs, dude. That's what I want. And I don't want... But I'm fucking not going to... I'm not going to give her hormone blockers. I don't even if she thinks she wants it from this fucking insane culture that's going to be messing with my children's heads. I'm not going to allow it. I will not allow my children. It's fucking weird. It's messed up. It's it's a you know, an irreversible mistake. So, I don't know. That being said, um, well, I saw one of my uh, one of my friends, not like a close friend, an acquaintance, somebody I, I, I always really liked. Her name was Lizzie. I guess, uh, I don't even know what is her new name that she, she's been taking testosterone. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what she is. I don't know if she's just like. I don't know if she's decided to be like a trans person or if she's just like getting jacked. Like she's all, she was always a lesbian. I knew that. She was a big girl. Um not like fat, just like just tall and just just a, a large a big person. Um and I think I always knew she was a lesbian. Like she was just a bro. Like she had like this vibe about her. It's like we could talk about shit and there was no <laughs> like, I wasn't into her. I wasn't. I wasn't sexually attracted to her, and I don't think she was sexually attracted to me. So we could kind of just like chat. Uh, we sat next to each other in math class in Miss Kramer's uh, pre-calculus class, I believe. Um, that is oddly about this. About it must have been. We must have been eleven or twelve. It was like you know about the age that you start liking girls. Um, and I just, I was sort of creeping on her Instagram page cause you know, she, she posts a lot of pictures and I saw her popping up and it like, you know, I saw that, you know, I don't know, a while back, maybe like less than a year ago, maybe, but like, maybe like almost a year ago, I saw that she, she had announced, she's like, I've been on testosterone for this long and I, I feel good. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's fucking awesome. Good for good for you. But you know, maybe she's not saying she's trans. Maybe she's just being a woman on testosterone. Um and I saw her girlfriend, I guess. I don't know if it's a boyfriend. So they're lesbian girls that are with each other, but they're both te- taking testosterone. So they're both turning into like men. So I guess you know, I don't know. I guess part of me thinks I don't know what they're attracted to because like <laughs> they're the lesbian girls who are both turning into men and they're together and uh, they both sort of look like 
like a boy. They both look like, you know, like a hot boy. <laughs> she wasn't an attractive. I guess she's really she's not a super attractive. You know, in between. Um, but her friend is kind of like was like an okay was like a kind of cute girl, like an like a decently pretty girl. Um, and now she's like turning into like a fucking like a Justin Bieber, like a like a hot boy. <laughs> I'm just like y'all y'all are out here wilding, dude. Y'all are y'all are on a different level. And so I'm like I'm like maybe it's just girls that just you know they they're attracted to male physiques, but they're they're attracted to female um you know like sensibilities and and like you know like a mind like a female mind that's sort of an interesting thing right like and you start taking testosterone maybe your mind doesn't change that much as as or at least as much as your body obviously your your thoughts are i think dependent somewhat on your on your physiology so you start taking testosterone you're going to start thinking a lot more like a dude um but I just, I don't, that's such an interesting, I mean, <laughs> dude, like I said, I don't really have a problem with it. It's fine. It's weird. It's fucking weird. Um, and it's like, I think it's a sign of like, it's, it, it, it seems to me like a sign of like a declining empire or something. Not because of, not because it's like, there's something wrong with it. Just cause we are so like, we're just idle. We're, we're people that have more wealth and means and time on our hands and we're not accomplishing anything. We're just, it seems like a, like a, like a collapsing empire. It seems like something that you would concern yourself with as you know, everything was collapsing. We got too much fucking time on our hands. It's rich people problems. Um, I also think it's like, you know, it's like you think you should be able to customize everything about yourself. Like you should be able to customize everything about your life. I think it's also like a a, a symptom of having like the option to customize everything our entire lives. Everything, our entire lives. When, we, when I was a little kid, we were obsessed with like Fast and Furious. We we're like, oh, it's like a modified car. And now it's like, you know you get older, you start like, you buy a house, you're like, oh, we can upgrade all this and this and this and plug this in here. It's like, we want to modify everything. We want to customize everything to make it perfect for exactly how we want. And now I just think that's sort of, it's, it's almost the same mentality. It's like, why should I have to have (laughs) the the penis that I was born with? (laughs) I want you to take my balls off who's just put it on their back that's that's Metzger right I think you should be able to take my balls off and put it in my back put them on my back just balls on your lower back or uh when he said or what's the other what's the other Metzger one if you want to get if you want to get an implant how about you get something useful like a light on your head 
that lights up if I got a chance of fucking you. <laughs> that's uh, that's a good one. That's a good comedy bit. That's good comedy right there. That's very funny. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of my take. Like, presenting it as only a good thing is stupid. When they really, like, they do a very good job on that show of, like, presenting everything and making you feel like feel the anxiety that you felt when you were that age and everything um and i don't know maybe if i interviewed a trans person i was like is this an accurate depiction of how it felt for you um they'd be like yes my hormones were ruining my me or i don't i think a lot of this shit is just people they're just bored man (laughs) they're just uninteresting people they're bored. Not, not hold on, and let me just clarify. I'm not talking about Lizzie, because um, I like Lizzie. Lizzie's a good person. I don't think this is just her being bored. I just think she wants to be jacked. I think she wants to be like a strong, like a like a very strong woman. I guess she's not a woman. I don't know. I I should have before I even brought this up. I should have fully researched. I was just creeping on her on her girlfriend slash I don't know what um maybe just a girl maybe she maybe maybe Lizzie's a boy and the other girl's a girl but they're both jacked um (laughs) and it's unfair that I should be like required to fucking research your life to figure out what the fuck is going on also I know I've made this point before we're talking about what you want to do with your pussy. <laughs> a lot of the time, we're, it's like, it's like I want my balls to be a pussy, and I want a girl to lick it. Or I want my balls to be a pussy, and I want fake tits put on, and I want a guy to fuck me in my new <laughs> surgically created pussy. And it's like, yeah, uh, let's go back to not talking about what we do with our dicks and pussies anymore. You know what I mean? Let's let's reserve that for nightclub let's let's reserve that for strip clubs and comedy clubs let's not have it be part of sitcoms okay i think that would be an uh, an improvement in my view dude you don't need to get over just fucking keep driving how small do you think this le- dude you got it this person is retarded I'm there. I'm past. God damn it. Fucking retards. Um, So I don't know if I made any good points there. I'm happy for my friend and I don't, and I'm not happy about that show. Um, So I don't know if that's a fence, fence sitting enough position for everybody. But. I guess the last episode was pretty annoying. It was it was like the future, and it was like, I don't know, all of the rich people are going to a new colony. It's like we've heard this, and it's stupid. It's stupid. Is you got yeah, you got the most people are living in shit, and then the world gets destroyed because of global warming or whatever. It's, it's all right fine fantastic um 
not I mean it's just it's not funny like it wasn't that funny um but then but then alright but here's the one that really bugged me global warming fine whatever the one that really bugged me was that so they went to the 9-11 museum right um they went to the 9-11 museum in one of the episodes they all the kids drove in um to like it's supposed to be based in New York but like suburban New York or whatever all the kids drove into the the city and they went to the 9-11 museum and uh there's like a thing where it was like the one guy's birthday was 9-11 and he he had never heard of 9-11 because he's like he's the dumbest person in the show and uh he was like I'm never gonna celebrate my birthday ever again um they're like, but Steve, if you don't celebrate 9-11, then the terrorists win. He was like, they do? And then and then he eats the, the cupcake. It's just, then that's funny. Like, that's a, that part's funny. And then they just, for, for, I don't know what reason, they flash back to the back of the bus. And I think it's Missy's character where they go, honestly... Now that you see, now that with so many people advocating for isolationist foreign policy, they kind of have. <laughs> and I, it just they, they just stuck it in there. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't part of anything. I think that I think that's pretty much the the line. And it was just one line. It flashed to the back of the bus after what was a funny a funny part. Uh. Where the terrorists win if you don't eat this cupcake, and he eats the fucking cupcake, and then it just it just goes to the back of the bus, shows Missy. I guess Missy's mom's supposed to be Jewish, so maybe that's self-aware. But I I I don't think it's that at all. I think it it's it's literally they've decided they want to turn this show into propaganda. So they're just like, what else can we jam in here? How about isolationist foreign policy is losing to the terrorists? just inserting that just like no real context around it they don't even show the 9-11 museum they just it's just a like a plot point for a reason that they would be going to the city basically um and talking about 9-11 there's a lot of jokes about 9-11 but they didn't even talk about the museum they didn't talk about anything about 9-11 except for like the american side of it i guess and then the fucking Um, and then the fucking, the one, uh, so yeah, and then they just say that, they just insert that one little line there, actually, if you think about it, I thought they were going to say the terrorists kind of have one, um, but they say, yeah, with people advocating an increasingly isolationist foreign policy, the terrorists kind of have one, it's like, that is insane that that would be the point that that would be their their thing they slip in there isolationist foreign policy is not the reason that the terrorists have won the terrorists have won they absolutely have won they did exactly what they wanted to they they did exactly what they wanted to do which was draw us into a never-ending conflict that bleeds our tax base dry 
the same way they did with the, the Soviet Union. The same way that we trained them to do in order to take down the Soviet Union. And then we got we fell into our own fucking trap. People don't even know that this the that fucking Brzezinski, what's his name? Uh, uh, damn it. I don't know. Sabina? Is that the girl? Sabrina or something? Sabrina? Now I'm losing it. I had the I had the name. I, I knew I knew who it was and then I lost it. Because I was trying to think of his first name. Brzezinski. Anyway, CIA guy who... It was his idea to, to draw the Soviet Union into Afghanistan in order to create... The quotation was their own Vietnam, a war that would that would never end, be be indecisive at the end. And so, who did they use to do that? A guy named Osama bin Laden. That's who they decided to fund and train. They created uh, like they created Al Qaeda in order to bait the Soviet Union into going to the conflict that ended up causing the fall of the Soviet Union. And then they put sanctions on the entire region. They, they, they had, they propped up one faction of Islam and gave them complete control of the, of the you know, what they see as the promised land, Mecca. And then that pissed off these other Islamic people who who basically didn't see eye to eye with there's there's infighting in Islam that's that's kind of like that's a, I don't think a lot of people even realize that that's the war that's going on right now is Sunni versus Shia and we were on the side of the Shia now we've we switched sides and we were on the the Sunnis we were on the Sunni side for a while and I think we're actually right now currently switching back to the Shia side of the conflict. So the whole fucking thing is just unbelievable. It's just Osama bin Laden was was a Sunni Shia. I mean, it was a Sunni uh, Muslim. Um, but they, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's so hard to keep track of who who's who. Listen to Scott Horton. Um, but I've been listening to a shitload of Scott Horton. And the fact, you know, because his book just came out, so he's doing, like, the rounds. He's going on all these different podcasts. I ought to read his book. Maybe I'd fucking learn something. I wouldn't be sitting here. Who? Brzezinski? What is it? Uh, Osama Bin Laden. He's Sunni, right? Yeah, he is. He is Sunni. The Baathists, Saddam Hussein, they were Sunnis. Iran is Shia. Um, Syria is mostly Shia. And that's why we've been backing the Sunnis, who were who is Al Qaeda. We've been backing Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda in Syria against the the Shia, who are like the majority or the at least in power in Syria. And I don't know to make the the Saudis happy, who are all Sunni Muslims. Anyway, the point is. The reason that the terrorists won is because they accomplished their stated goal, 
which was to draw us into a conflict that causes our empire to fall in the same way that the Soviet Union fell. Uh, yeah, we've done, we've just about done that. We have fought a 20 year long war, spending a trillion dollars every year in, in that country. A trillion dollars every year they bled out of our country for 20 fucking years. That's the entire net worth of not just a billionaire. Think about, all right, think about how rare it is that you meet a billionaire. None of you have ever met a billionaire. Nobody knows a billionaire, okay? That's a thousand billionaires being sucked out of the country every year and wasted in a, in a country on the other side of the globe. So, <laughs> the terrorists did win. And it is not because of fucking isolationism. It's, it's, it's absolutely the opposite. Isolation, I mean... It's almost, again, I hate to get so conspiratorial, but it's almost, it feels like they got a CIA person in the writer's room for that show. Like, there's a fucking, I don't know, I mean, I guess they're just, are they Jews? Is, I know Mulaney is not Jewish. I think Nick Kroll is Jewish, right? I'm, I'm not sure about that either. I know Jenny uh, Slate is Jewish, I think. Yeah, she's Jewish. <laughs> I just I couldn't fucking believe my ears when I when I heard that that said. Well, now that now that we've had such isolationist foreign policy, like what like what kind of propaganda? Like what would propaganda look like? What? How? Like does everybody else see that? Does everybody else hear that and just? think oh that's yeah that's that's propaganda right like does anybody does anybody not see that i'm sure lots of people just think like yeah yeah i guess the terrorist won i don't know but i mean that's just really scary and that it's it's almost i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna watch that show anymore they might have completely lost me just with that one line because it's yeah it's like yeah it's it's propaganda it's like it's almost like they 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 snuck it in so quick they sandwiched it in there so quickly that it's like they're trying to trying to almost make it like a subconscious like you like it just goes into your yeah like it just goes into your subconscious like when they do the the one the one frame in the movies I don't, that, is that true? I don't even know if that's actually true. But they, they used to say they would put, like, a frame of, like, popcorn and soda. Just a picture of popcorn and soda would be one of the frames in the movie. And it was so quick going by, you know, because there's, like, I don't know. What, what is it, like, 60, 60 frames per second or something? What is, like, a um, one of those reels? I'm not sure. But, like, your eye doesn't even detect it. Cause it's just it's just sandwiched in there. Yeah, they had this whole thing about code switching and how like it's oppressive to it's like expect black people to talk a certain way or something. It's just I'm just sick. I just I don't care. I don't care about any of that shit. 
Like, it doesn't affect my life. So, I, I mean, it's fine, but I'm just, I'm not going to make a petition to, to change the show. I'm just going to stop watching because I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. And it's just not funny enough to get over, like, it getting on my nerves. So, that's going to be that. Uh, Alright, and then that's going to be it for right now. I will be back after these brief messages. Program was brought to you by Mom's Turkey Sandwiches. Turkey sandwiches slap together so quickly, and yet, all the ingredients are lined up perfectly. Of course they are. She's only been doing it for you for 12 fucking years, you ungrateful little shit. Mom's Turkey Sandwiches, where the most important ingredient is resentment. Now back to your program. Yeah, alright, we're back, folks. Just want to apologize for that last little part. Uh, I was getting a little carried away, and I, I, you know, I don't really know why I'm pretending like I care about a show on Netflix, a fucking Netflix show. Who cares? Who cares? Not me. I'm full. I'm pretending. I'm pretending to care. Um, and I apologize, folks. There is no reason to get that worked up over anything, including genocide. It's not, listen, okay? It's not directly affecting my life. So maybe I should just have like a little bit more of a, a, a cool and calm. Look, listen to me now. Listen to me how calm I am, okay? I'm not screaming. I'm not screaming over the death of a million people. I'm not. That's that. You're screaming. I'm not screaming. I'm cool, calm. I'm just relaxed. Just very, just putting in minimal effort on this broadcast. Because uh, why would I try hard? Who... What is the point of trying hard? Stop trying. Do not try anything, okay? Just relax. Be yourself. Relax and be yourself. That's the, that's the end of it. Relax. Relax. Relax and be yourself. And just, you know, don't don't try so goddamn hard, you loser. I'm sorry. Now I'm yelling again. I'm yelling again, okay? I know, I know, I, I know, I just apologized for yelling, and then I did it again. I'm done. I'm done now. I am relaxed. Relaxed. Very relaxed. (sighs) Anyway. Yeah, stop killing people in countries that you don't, like, that most of your constituents can't even pronounce the name of. That's obvious. Okay? That's obvious. Um, The terrorists did win because you guys are stupid. It's like, the terrorists, uh, you guys are Wile E. Coyote and the terrorists are the Roadrunner. Don't you see that? Don't you see that? You set up this trap, and then the terrorist goes, meep, meep, and then he gets you to run into your own trap. That's not only a perfect analogy, it's, I mean, it was accidental, it was on the fly. So that's basically, I'm, 
It's not just a perfect analogy. It's an it's a an ad libbed one, but that's a, that is exactly the right analogy. It's the it's the Roadrunner setting up a trap, and then or, or I mean the the coyote setting up a trap, and then the Roadrunner getting him to run into his own trap. That is, God, I'm so smart, you guys. I'm such a genius. That's why this podcast just keeps getting better every week. Is because just. I'm not even trying anymore. I'm just swish. Just every everything that comes out of my mouth. What even made me think of Wile E. Coyote? We set that trap and then we fell into it ourselves. God, I'm proud of myself right now. This is some good program. Free, free podcast. Um, anyway, I don't want to talk about foreign policy anymore. Just read Scott Horton's book. It's fine. Um. What do I want to talk about? What, I guess I was, I was hanging with some, some Hispanic fellers earlier. And I was really finding it funny listening to them talk about how, like... <laughs> not that they don't like gay people, but just that, like... They're, they're like, yeah, they're like... The whole Hispanic world is, like, not down with all of the all of the LGBTQ or like whatever I was you know I was just sort of like talking about trans stuff I was like you know it's like fine if somebody wants to do that but it's like uh, you can't just expect everybody to be like 100% on board and it's weird because I I felt like like hesitant to even say that even though these these guys are cool I work with them and they're you know we're, we're we're bros we're friends um but you know they're they're Hispanic, so it's just like in in my mind I sort of been trained like everybody else to think like oh well then you're on the side with gay people because you're not a straight white person it's, unless you're a straight white man you agree with all the other things it's like yeah actually that's not how shit works um, come to find out he's like he's like he's like man this one time this guy I, I was drunk and I woke up and he had touched my dick and then I shot him <laughs> I was like you killed a guy you killed the guy he's like no I shot him in his leg I, I was like bitch what are you doing he touched me on my dick and I shot him <laughs> If that made me homophobic, you could call me homophobic. I don't care. <laughs> um, dude, that was killing me. I was dying laughing. You shot the guy. I don't even know if I was laughing. I was almost like too like trying to like tiptoe. I did. It's just we can't just talk talk to people anymore. It's like, what's the what's the happy medium? What's like the amount of fucked up thing I can say? that's not going to get them to turn on me because I you know everybody's just been so propagandized that you just say one thing that triggers their their outsider response and they will completely shut down to you they will they will immediately just oh you said that well that means that also you know it's, it's you're a blast it's blasphemy you are a a heathen it's not it's not it's not a whole group of things it's just any one of these things and that you are a sinner 
you are outside of our of our religion. It's a fucking religion, man. It's a cult. I was thinking about that earlier. I was thinking about how, you know, um, see, I'm not mean to people who want to wear a mask. And even if they're like, even if, even if they're like, you know, working in a store and they're like, can you please put on a mask? Like, and I just, oh, oh yeah, sorry. I, that's cool. I'll put, I'll put a mask on. Um, I'm not a dick about it. And I, and I almost don't like, I don't resent those people because those people are, they're not the, they're not at the top of the cult. They're not cult. They're they're not the cult leaders. This thing is a cult. It's a fucking cult. When I meet somebody who's in a cult, I don't hate them. I have a lot of sympathy for them. It's like, yeah, okay, well, yeah. I mean, you're in a cult. That's fine. I'm not in your fucking cult. I'm not in your death cult, okay? And it's interesting. All the all of the 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 lines that can just easily be drawn from COVID to just environmental alarmism. It's it's astonishing. It's the same people. It's the same uh, you know demanding that you 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 know that you kneel that you you submit to their authoritarian control and it's 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 a cult it's a death cult and it's like i don't know should we be hating everybody who gets on board with that shit because it seems pretty easy to get sucked into it but you're fucking up the world by being this type this big of an asshole i mean it's also it also is your fault. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you just didn't do your homework on any of the science yourself. You just you you just trusted other people and you didn't you didn't find people who were trustworthy. Do you have that responsibility? I don't know. I don't know what responsibility you have to have the right opinion. But that's kind of the whole point of like my ideology, the the live and let live ideology. It's like, yeah, you can like it's not anybody's job to have the right opinion, but we can't have a system set up where everybody's like has to have the right opinion for things to work. You you set up a system where everybody gets to have their own opinion and in the, the right opinions shit works there and then it doesn't work where other people are I mean this whole like yeah the whole zero sum game is the issue but I guess that's just my opinion too so if your opinion is that one world government has to rule the world are you allowed to have that opinion or is that is that an, an opinion that is I don't know. Can you can you be allowed to express that opinion in a society where we all value other people's opinions? 
going back to how everything's 1984. Tolerance is what you have, that has to be your opinion, is tolerance. Except for if you have any idea that goes against the mainstream advocating tolerance. <laughs> right? We have to have one world government where everybody is unified. We have to just flatten everything. Mow the grass. We need a we need people to be like a like a like a lawn. Just a bunch of pieces of the same grass. Just everybody the same height. Identical drones to the system. I don't fucking Dude, so edgy, man. I can't believe you're fucking... You're going there, bro. You're really going there. The system, bro. The system is trying to turn you into a... Into a... Drone. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know anything about anything. I, I don't know why you're listening to this, but... Actually, yes, I do. Because it's the most amazing podcast of all time. And I came up with that analogy of the Roadrunner... Which, I mean, just hit the nail on the fucking head with that one, bro. But yeah, I guess uh, there's this there's this R&B artist who I really like from Puerto Rico. His name's Ozuna. I like his shit, and a lot of people, a lot of like all the Mexican guys that I talk to, they they laugh at me. They're like, they're like, that's for girls, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's okay, but it's, uh, you know, it's for girls. Uh, which maybe I just like some sensual-ass fucking music. Is that, is there anything wrong with that? Ozuna's, Ozuna's awesome, but, um, he might be gay. We haven't really, we haven't figured that out. The world has not gotten to the bottom definitively whether or not Ozuna is gay. Um, what is not deniable is that he did a he did pornography and the guy the guy telling me this was uh I haven't seen it I haven't seen it with my own eyes I guess he watched it so I guess he watched gay porn because he was talking about the faces he was making and shit you I should have given him a hard time been like wait so you watched gay porn <laughs> so Ozuna apparently was in pornography and we had actually an argument about this because I was saying, uh, I was saying that like that's not really gay porn because it was it was porn, but it was just him jacking it. It was just a video of him jacking it, and uh, so my argument was that that's not gay porn because it's it's for whoever's watching it. It's it could be a man or a woman watching that. It doesn't like it, it's just him. It's a solo, so that's not really gay or straight. He's just—it's just him jacking off. Now I feel like mostly it's dudes watching that, so I guess it could be classified as gay pornography because it's a—it's a man. Um, women don't watch porn. That's really—that's kind of what it is. Women just don't really watch porn. But it's—it doesn't really become gay until you watch it so my friend I should have told him you made it gay by being a man watching it (laughs) if it was a woman watching it I wonder if he did make it or maybe that's just like something everybody knows in like Mexican culture 
Hispanic people culture. Like everybody, one of the biggest R&B stars ever made a porn, and it comes out. I'm sure they cut they cut out the dick and just showed like the faces he was making. So, <laughs> does that make you gay? I was saying, look, it might be gay, okay, but it is clearly multiple steps down from anything where you're fucking a guy, right? Like that, that's, maybe it's, maybe it can be technically classified as a gay porn. (coughs) 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 Ah, shit. Because it was like, you know, marketed to men. But jacking off on camera doesn't make you gay. So it's, it's definitely not the same as fucking a dude or taking a dick. Mm, But I don't know. Yeah, I guess it is gay. But it's not gay enough that I'm going to stop listening to Ozuna, okay? I still like that shit. And I don't really give a fuck what anybody thinks. Why am I pretending to be angry? This is just like when I pretended to be angry about a Netflix show. Now I'm angry about R&B from, that's in a language I don't even speak. Folks, I, I apologize. I don't even speak Spanish, so I don't even know. Ozuna could be just singing shit like, I'm gay. He could just be like, I'm fucking gay. I like dicks. Yo, yo quiero una dick. Por favor, al quiero un dick. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was listening to some of the stuff they were playing. It was called Corito, and that is Mexican music. And it sounds like I mean, it's not hip hop. It's like real, like it's. It kind of sounds like some old school, like soulful Mexican music, but also like uh, <clears throat> almost kind of like country western. Um, just, you know, a guy singing and, the, you know, guitar was what the one that they played at least. I think there's like horns and shit in a lot of them, but this was just a guy singing with some guitar. And, uh, I was like, honestly, that sounds, it seemed, it sounded a lot more gay than, than anything else that I've listened to. And they're like, dude, this shit's hard. You don't know. You can't understand what he's saying, but he's saying like, I'm from the streets I'm from the streets and I shoot people. I live by the cannon. That's what they were saying. He's like, I live by the cannon. I'm from the streets. All I know is moving drugs. Corito. I think it's like running running drugs, maybe. All they talk about is cocaine and cr- street crime. And it sounds way gayer than that other shit. <laughs> Ozuna's just talking about, like, fucking chicks. Um... This shit's like talking about crimes and like killing people. And it's like, it's like <laughs> Spanish singing and it's guitars and it's all like pretty. It's like sweet, pretty melody. It's like, um, <laughs> what did I just do? That sounded like what's popping. No, it's like, uh, it's like Coco, the movie Coco. Like that's sort of, well, it's not mariachi. It's not mariachi, but it's like. It's Mexican music, so it's uh, it you know it has some overlap. Um, 
but yeah, if you were gonna, if you played me Ozuna and you played that, and you're like, which one of these is gay? I'd be like, that guy is absolutely gay. That dude with that fucking emo guitar behind it. That's fucking. That's the gay guy right there. And the other shit's like, doom. It's like bass and it's fucking heavy and it's like, oh hell yeah. And he's like, oh mommy, you want to suck my dick? He's got a high voice and shit. But he's saying like, baby. Mommy, Peter Loca to get him, mommy. Whoa! I'm like, yeah, that's that's sick. That dude is definitely not gay. But I could be wrong, I guess. I don't know. I guess I don't really give a shit. I don't like. But it would be scandalous as fuck in the in like Puerto Rico if it turned out Ozuna was gay. Everybody'd be like, fuck this shit. I'm not gay. I'm not listening to your shit anymore. This is for gay people. <laughs> it's funny that that's still hanging on. That that machismo and like all that shit it still hangs on in the in the Hispanic culture. But eventually they're gonna lose it too. I mean, they it's it's good to not be that dumb. But I do think we've sort of overcorrected. I think they're. There was a sweet spot somewhere. And I think we passed it, you know? It was like, it was like the, the dude was talking about, you know, a guy touching his dick and he shot him. And I was like, all right, that rules. Um, <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Um, it's the best story I've ever heard. Woke up a guy was touching your dick and you shot him. That's the best shit I ever heard. <laughs> all right, maybe we, maybe we, we corrected a little bit from that, but... I was saying how, like, you're not even allowed to say you don't like thinking about gay shit or hearing about it or, like, it's better, it was just better when we would keep this stuff to ourselves. Just fucking keep that shit to yourself, dude. So, hopefully it is a pendulum and it swings back and maybe, maybe it'll swing back just to perfect this time. It'll just swing straight to everybody can do what they want. Keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> Everybody can do whatever they want with their fucking dicks and coochies. Your hoo-hahs and your ding-dings are free to do whatever they want. Just keep that shit to yourself. It's not illegal to talk about it, but like, just have some sort of politeness in our society where we just don't constantly tell everybody what we're into I mean it's like oh actually I'm uh, I'm gay for people who dress up like foxes great who cares I'm j- I'm glad my I don't <laughs> the shit I'm into like I don't have to talk about it publicly she's like yeah I don't know I like I like when girls have crazy... Uh, is this me talking about it publicly? I don't, I, actually, I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to bring it up. I'm not even going to mention it. Uh, orgasm is what I was going to say. I just really like when girls are like, ah, that's, that's, that's what I need. <laughs> I need a girl to be enjoying the sex. That is, that is the, the only necessity 
is like, hey, you need to be having fun or pretending you're having fun convincingly. Those are the two things <laughs> that work for me. Nothing else works for me. Um, I don't think that's that weird. I think it's kind of the same thing that makes me want to be a comedian. I'm not secure in my... I'm very insecure and any sort of positive affirmation is my favorite drug. Um, which I think is also kind of why I, I drink too much is because it's fun to go to the bar and talk to strangers and just win them over and just have a fun conversation and just be nice to people and then they're nice back. Like that's, it's very life affirming or just affirming. It feels good to have people just kind of respond in a way where you're like, oh, nice. You don't hate me. I, I know I'm a piece of shit, but I'm speaking with you and I'm being honest for the most part about things and, you know, you connect with people and that's, yeah, so I think it's not odd that my sexual preferences also sort of mirror that, um, that, uh, That's psychology. Um, All righty, we're going to take one more quick break, and then we'll we'll finish this out. Uh, Talk to you soon. I guess we've been recording this whole time. Fantastic. Good to know. I wonder if anything got picked up. That would be good. Um, alrighty. Well, just checking back in. Um, got in a political conversation with my boss today, so that was stupid. It's always awkward getting into political conversations with people. Like, like, you know, if you're, if you're friends with somebody, then, you know, talk about shit. But it's like, my boss, I probably shouldn't discuss stuff with. I mean, it, you know, you ease into it and then you just start, like, telling stuff. I, I, I don't know, I don't know if this is, if this is accurate, but I, I had a thought where I was like, political conversations are almost kind of like sex now, where it's like, it's like, you're, you're nervous and then... <laughs> It's like you're nervous about it and then you like start talking about subjects, you start breaching subjects. <laughs> you you warm up slowly and then you start you start and then you just you start talking about the the real shit. <laughs> and then then afterwards you feel dirty. <laughs> there's there's a certain there's a certain amount where it does it feels like sex because it's it's like taboo. I don't know. There's a lot of things. 
I don't think that's a good bit. And also, I think it's just an analogy. And it's not even a very good one. Analogy bits. What's a good analogy joke that, like... I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess that's, a, that's like a classic joke format, right? What's, what's the difference between, yeah, what's, uh, yeah, what, what do this and that have in common? I can't think of a single joke. I can't think of one joke to give as an example. They both blah, blah, blah. But, and those are always puns, right? That's always a pun, that joke. It's a double meaning of things. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about jokes. I don't know about analogy jokes. It's been bu- bugging me not being able to get on stage. I feel like I need it. I just, I mean, it, dude, it's been like a year now. It's been like a fucking, I mean, coming up on it, I guess. Coming up on a whole year of me not doing stand-up comedy. I don't know why I don't just do go do stand-up comedy. I'm feeling I'm feeling like I'm having like a slow motion crisis with just finding a new job and moving and I'm like am I going to be able to do stand up comedy once I get to Memphis and then and then another part of me is like why do you want to start doing stand up comedy in Memphis It's not like you know anybody who like that you are going to miss seeing in the stand up scene like right now a part of it is like I miss seeing some of the guys who I liked hanging out with. Um, but yeah, I, no, I mean, I just like doing stand-up comedy. So I, that's sort of a, a, a tough one because I don't, there's a, there's a certain amount that like, I, I know that I'm going to want to do it, but then I know also that like, once I get a new job, I want to fucking be the like really good at my job just really kill it with everything to do with my job and uh I absolutely can't let comedy get in the way of that also so uh just a lot a lot of tricky stuff a lot of things I've been thinking about are political conversations like sex is that obvious is there something about that that's that's hack that's just so I guess comparing everything to sex is is hack but maybe I don't know maybe saying that they're like it now because of how taboo it is I don't know I did tell my boss something today he was like he like he yeah, it was a good conversation. He's, uh, you know, I don't even know if he's technically a boomer because he's about he's about ten years younger than my dad. So I think I think he's actually not a boomer. But I don't, would he be like the front end of like Generation X or whatever? That's a that's really strange. If like Generation X is like a fifty a fifty year old guy's Generation X, I don't know. But um. Yeah, I, I I would describe his politics as being conservative, but like reasonable and yeah, he's he's a good, smart guy. So like obviously he's got 
a pretty good take on most things, but he was like, yo, we used to, we used to at least want to get to the same place. Like, like we had our stated goals and then we disagreed on how to get there. But now like, now like we, we don't even, we, we don't even want to like, I don't know what he's even saying. It's like, we don't even know what things look like. And I, and I sort of was trying to make the point to him that like, we don't even agree on what reality is. We're not even looking at the same world in front of us. Um, it's like, even if we were in the same world, we still would disagree on what to do. So like, there's no, there's like, there's no way we're ever going to just like agree on anything. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't know if I've made, I think, I, I think this is just me remaking all of the same points over and over again. Um, but anyway, what's what's even in the news? Joe Biden's bombing Syria. So, that, hey, great. I was about to start praising Joe Biden because I, I thought he was going to end the war in Yemen, which he probably might. That's still likely, I think, at this point. But, um, yeah, he just, he just bombed Yemen. So that's great. That's just fantastic. I mean, he just bombed Syria. So, is this is this World War Three starting right now? Is that how it's going to start? Just our our country collapsing. We have a senile old man at the helm. Does he want to bomb? Does he want to bomb Syria? I don't know. I don't know. Because I guess I was thinking that he was... um, That he was not going to be super... I mean, obviously I knew that a lot of people wanted to get into Syria. But there is the sort of idea where... We're backing essentially like the Al-Qaeda terrorists in Yemen. Because... A lot of those guys are like have ties to the the, the Saudis, and it's the same, and that's the same reason why they want to go into Syria. It's because like the Saudis are not cool with Syria. Um, it's just this big Cold War. The Cold War never really ended. There's a there's a point to where our, the American Empire sort of was stopped, which was, you know, North Korea, North Vietnam, Iran, Iraq, and then just, you know, the Baltic states. We're just pushing. We're pushing all the way to try and, like, extend our empire to the entire world. And I don't know. It's just... We're never going to get complete, total control, right? That's never going to happen. So, who knows? Interesting to listen back to this if we end up actually in a, like a World War Three type situation. But, what would I do? What would I do in World War Three? What would be my contribution? I have no idea, man. 
don't even know. Would I go fight? I, I, I'm a decent shot, but I've never trained how to do combat. I never really shot moving targets either. I can I can line something up and I can nail it because it's and when I have all the time in the world. I hope that doesn't happen, man. I hope we don't end up in a World War III. I hope we don't even go to war with Syria. It's like, what could even be the, the preferred outcome? Do we want, I guess, what, yeah, what would be the preferred, I guess it's, I guess it's Israel just, Israel becoming the entire Middle East and North Africa, just all of it just being, just becoming Israel. Yeah, we've annexed, uh, we've annexed Iraq and all of Syria and Yemen and uh, Somalia and Ethiopia and Egypt. All of that is just Israel now. We're working our way to a two-state solution, but for the time being, that is going to be Israel, and <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't even have anything to talk about. That whole conversation with me and my boss, we, we, were, just, we were just talking about, like, all right, so we can agree on this. We can agree on these things. <laughs> Lockdowns don't work. Uh, yeah, I, I I should probably listen more when people talk, just in general. I should I should listen and respond more thoughtfully. What really happens is it's it's better than me just not listening because I because I I do listen. I listen to everything they say, but. It's like a volley, right? Every conversation is sort of a back and forth. It's a volley. So when I'm having a conversation, I'm talking to somebody, and you know, and I'll, I'll make a point, and then I'll let them speak, and I'll and I'll listen to what they have to say. But the second I hear something that they, as soon as they say something that makes me think of something that I want to like, you know, elaborate on, then I'm sort of like thinking about what I'm going to say, and I still listen to the rest of what they're going to say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like a, I think it's like an OCD thing. Maybe I think some of what, like my, you know, some of my negative behaviors that I don't care for, I think are because of an, of an obsessive compulsive, like tendency that I have. Where it's just, it's really hard for me to get my mind on something and, and just like let it go. It's hard for me to get my thoughts going in a certain direction and then to not like fully like walk that all the way out and like pursue that or whatever. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, self-diagnosing yourself. Every, every, that's what, isn't that, isn't that the times, isn't that our, my generation just self-diagnosing yourself with some, some type of shit? 
But then you go to the doctor and you say, I think I have this. And they're like, yeah, you probably do. And you're like, because I have these symptoms. And they're like, yep, you have it. What drugs would you like? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe that's not what happens. I know that does happen, but maybe that's not what always happens. Hi, I have ADD. Would you like the slow-acting meth or the fast-acting meth? I don't know. Times is tough, man. I can't, I can't even... I'm not even going to be able to pay my rent this month. I just keep starting every month with the, like, I need to get enough money to pay the rent. And then... You know... Christmas, Valentine's Day. It's like, all right, I'll, I'll pay for my, I'll pay, I'll do something. I'll spend a little bit of money right now, and then I'll do something to get the rest of it. You never do anything to get the rest of it. You never make it work. It's just like, yeah, I, I would have to make a change a long time ago. That's what I, I like to talk a lot of shit about people who are pretending to be self-sufficient. But basically, that's what I'm doing also. I'm also pretending to be self-sufficient right now. Hopefully, I relocate. I get somewhere where I'm a little bit more on my own. I have to figure a few things out myself. Make, make some more money in a town where, like, everything's cheaper. And then I actually truly can be self-sufficient. I, I make fun of people who are like, you know, artists or like, you know, like business owners of businesses that don't make money and just different things like that. And I'm like, yeah, you, you are pretending to be, you're pretending to be self-sufficient and you're not. And I'm really, I'm just, I'm in the same boat, you know. I need to become a person who just, you know, changes that about myself. I have to become independent. It's true, times is tough. Times is tough right now, but I got to become self-sufficient. So we'll see, man. We'll see what happens work my ass off next month get a get the job get the job lined up finish everything that I got on my plate right now work my ass off pay my rent next month then then we'll we'll be in a good spot we'll be okay and yeah my Everything, everything's tough right now. Maybe, maybe it's just that's, that's the time in my life that I'm at. Maybe I'm just in the, the time in my life where you start realizing that, like, life can't just be a party, number one. Number two, uh, it's difficult. Life is difficult. And if you, you know, if, if you're not up for that fight, you're going to lose the fight. Um, I don't know. I, 
guess one and two. That's all I had. Nobody's nobody's gonna have your back, you know. Only person who's really gonna have your back is you. If you're lucky like me, you got your folks who can help you out a little bit, but I guess I got my girl. But then you worry then you worry that she's not gonna have your back. Damn, what is up with this depression this depression podcast right now? This depression episode. If I if I was talking to my brother right now, he'd be like, World War Three? Fuck yeah. Let's go. We're gonna fuck them up. That's the only war that's worth fighting is the world war of the globe. I don't know. He he's such a silly bitch. I need to go hang out with my brother. I miss that son of a bitch, but I hope he's doing okay. It's, oh man. We got all these problems and every step we take is in the wrong direction. And then I worry about that instead. And then, and then my life starts like mirroring that. That's such a bullshit, unhealthy, unsustainable way to go about living your life but I just I need to focus on myself and that doesn't mean doing what I've been doing which is like working out and meditating focus on myself I need to do the things I know that I have to do to make my life better stop self-sabotaging I wonder why it is that I find myself self-sabotaging all the time. What is it that, what is the issue that I'm, I'm dealing with? It just makes me constantly just shoot myself in the foot. I'm also like afraid to do the right thing sometimes because I don't know what it is. It's like I have some complex about like I I just don't like people patting me on the back necessarily. Like I like them patting me on the back for like doing things that I find impressive when other people pull them off. When I do something I actually am like proud of myself for, that's that's the type of shit like I'm, I love like praise, but when whenever it's just like something like simple, just like just like oh I got to work on time, it's like you know, it's then people are like you know thanks for getting here early and you're just like don't fucking patronize me anybody could get here early. It's like. Uh, it's kind of like a Rick Sanchez kind of a mentality. It's like, unless, I'm not, nothing's worth doing unless it's like something nobody else can do. So I'm just like not going to do any of the stuff that I need to be doing that is too easy or whatever. It's like just making a resume is brutal for me. Like I can't stand doing that. It makes me so fucking just like 
I don't know. It, it's it's just like you're trying to you're trying to use the right words, but the right words a lot of the time are just like cringy fucking buzzwords. Like people want to see synergistic. You know, I don't know. That's it's not even that. It's just. It's just I want to say what I did, and then I also don't want to lie. But then it's just complicated. And then also, like my my story is kind of uh, like there's a lot. I have a lot of insecurity about how long it took me to get through school, and like all these jobs that I've bounced around through during that period and like trying to classify those as like good experience when I mean they are they all are in different ways but the very first job I had was like the perfect experience for a lot of the jobs I want so if I could have just gone back there I should have just tried to get a job there I don't know. I don't fucking know. I should have taken it easy and finished school in one in one clip instead of taking time off in between. Uh, there's no regrets. No regrets. Just going forward, man. Just going forward. Whatever challenges are presented to me, I'll handle them. Damn, fucking introspective, introspective episode, man. That's why this is the best. That's why this is the best cast. Every, every fucking week, it just gets better. Starting with maybe this week, I guess. Um. So anyway, yep. I'm I'm home. I'm gonna go see my girl. We're gonna go see her friends, and hopefully, it will be a good night and I will stop being so fucking mopey and gay um alrighty much love you guys I love all of you and uh but also go fuck yourself goodbye what's going on oh my god I'm so tired I worked a long day today and I am beat it was just this, uh, we were moving these people into this house, and it was on the top of a hill, and we couldn't get our truck up to the up top of the driveway. We couldn't even get it onto the driveway. So we run everything up this hill and up into this house that was just on the side of the hill. It was wild. <laughs> it was so far up there, and, like, the whole time I was just trying to, like, keep everybody else like their their morale up by joking around about how funny it was everybody was just like fuck you dude and I was trying to keep keep up the joke and like I never like broke character but I was like towards the end I was like just saying it last I was just kind of like it's fun right you guys having fun and um yeah we got it was like 10 hours and like I am so tired. It feels good though, man. It feels really good. Like I'm just so worn out and just I mean I'm gonna sleep great. I'm gonna sleep great tonight, dude. Holy shit. Um 
so yeah, I'm just gonna go home and go to bed. I mean, I can't. I, I always think I'm gonna do a million things when I get home. <laughs> but hopefully, I'll just go to bed. Um, cause yeah, I'm gonna sleep. I'm gonna sleep late. I don't. I, I don't have work tomorrow, so I can do everything I need to do tomorrow. Um, oh, by the way, welcome to the Charlie tells you about his schedule for the next day podcast tomorrow i think i'm gonna wake up guys i know you've been wondering what are you gonna do in the morning well tomorrow i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna <laughs> i don't fucking know i don't know what i'm gonna do tomorrow i'm gonna wake guys <laughs> tomorrow morning i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna crack of <laughs> precisely 8 a.m get out of bed. I'm going to make myself a bowl of oatmeal. I'm going to eat that oatmeal. I'm going to relax a little bit. I'm going to get on my computer and I'm going to take care of some some business. I'm going to answer some emails. I'm going to look at some spreadsheets. Then I think I'm going to uh, then I think I'm going to drink some pre-workout energy powder and I'm just going to get fucking swole as shit. I'm going to get just I'm going to get just so swole as shit. I'm going to uh, you know, after my nice morning routine, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna drink some, drink some fucking nitrous oxide booster, and I'm just gonna fucking kick some fucking ass. And then after that, I'm gonna take a shower, take a nice long shower, and, uh, and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna start working on some chores. I'm gonna fix a window that, uh, I broke being a cunt. I did break it being a cunt. I tried to act like I wasn't. Thro- I throw a. Sh- I threw a shoe. There's a. There's a, a window in between our bedroom and our. In our our living room, and I was trying to get this shoe out from under the bed, and I just like chucked it across the room. I was being pissy. I need to come. I need to. <laughs> I lied. I was like, I just it. God, what an idiot thinking about that now I like I like I accepted that I that it was stupid for me to throw it um but I'm pretty sure I was being pissy and um <laughs> now I'm gonna have to fix that shit god what an idiot <laughs> and I, I didn't think it would I didn't think it would do anything I mean it's a slipper I threw a slipper literally like a slip on your foot slipper um but it was it was my girl's Tory Burch slipper and what the Tory Burch slipper is is uh, like I mean there's nothing to it it's it's a fucking like a leather sock but then on the front there's this big metal plate <laughs> it's like a it's like a coaster it's like the size of like a drink coaster that you put on a like an end table in your living room and it's just it's straight up made out of metal and it's just it's it's sewn down to the the top of the, the the slipper and I didn't know that so I just I threw this shoe like fuck this shoe what is this shoe doing here this is the wrong place for this shoe and it just 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 the metal went straight through a glass pane on like this door that is that is like these double doors that open into our our bedroom between the living room and the bedroom and uh, yeah and it just shattered and through the shoe and just ping ching 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 and like Claire's like what the fuck was that 
I was like, I just, I threw a shoe. She was like, what? She came and looked. She was like, oh, yeah, those are my Tory Burches. I was like, what? And I looked at it, and there's just a giant hunk of metal on the top. Oh, God. But even if it had been metal, if I had been throwing it in a manner of like, hey, I need to get this out there. If I had carefully been tossing it into the proper location, it would have probably hit the floor and made a sound and I would have been like what the fuck <laughs> but it would not have hit the window and even if it hit the window it probably would have smashed I mean I, I chucked it I was like fuck this shoe <laughs> oh my god so yeah so that was a chore I created for myself I have to pull out the the broken window pane that I left in there I just I I cardboarded over the little hole it was like the exact size of the doy birch thing the little hole that just punched it right out. Um, not not clean. Like it was, obviously there are cracks, but like yeah. Uh, so so I have to pull the those pieces out and um, just, yeah. I got to get a new piece cut and then I got to fucking reattach all the molding and shit. And I, what the hell, man? I don't. <laughs> I can't be making myself extra work to do, but. I'm, I'm kind of glad I have the day off tomorrow. Um, I got a lot I got to do. I got to fix that shit. I got to... Welcome back to the... What does Charlie do tomorrow? So, from precisely 8 a.m. to whenever. Just go, dude. Jesus Christ. I mean... Welcome to the Charlie gets interrupted in recapping his telling you his planned out day tomorrow. We break to Charlie being pissed off about somebody letting him go. Somebody nicely letting him enter the on-ramp. Um Anyway, so yeah, so tomorrow Tomorrow morning, dawns, 8 a.m., crack of dawn, the smell of fresh coffee. Does he drink it right away? No, he lets it cool down. While he sits in his bed, playing Pokemon Go on his cell phone. Then, does he take a sip of that coffee? No. He chugs that coffee start to finish. Down the hatch, gone. No more coffee in the mug. That's why you had to let it cool down so it'd be cold enough to chug. One full cup of coffee down the gullet. What's it time to do? Well, he's going to do his breathing exercises. He's going to Google Wim Hof and see what comes up and then just pick one of them that looks good and then sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not good. And while that's ready, he goes and he gets himself another cup of coffee. This time he's sipping it. Then he begins breathing. According to what the directions given on the video are. That takes 12, maybe 15 minutes. Sometimes he makes the three minute breath hold, but most of the time, no, he does not. After completion of the breathing exercises, he walks around, shirtless, 
sucking in his chest because he has the ability to suck his chest in more than before he did these breathing exercises. Drinks the coffee, makes a bowl of oatmeal, sits down at his desk, starts answering emails, but really what is he doing? He's looking for tennis shoes that he's going to buy at a later date. After that, he realizes that he's been sitting there for too long. He was supposed to have been working on something, he can't remember what. Quickly responds to all the emails he was supposed to be responding to. And he drinks pre-workout. Immediately gets diarrhea and shits in the bathroom for 15 minutes. Then he puts the leash on the dog, takes her for a quick 40, uh, 30 minute, 30, 30 minute walk. The dog shits outside. Returning home, he starts lifting weights. Lifts weights while mindlessly looking at his phone and not really lifting weights. And then it takes him about two hours to do what amounts to not even half of a real workout. After that session, he's feeling, he's feeling like he did get some pump going. So once you get the pump going, what do you do? You, you reward yourself. You start cooking. You cook a gigantic meal. Gigantic! Thousands of calories. A hundred grams of protein. He, he forces it down. It's delicious at first, but he has to finish the entire bowl. And it, at the end, it's still delicious and it's good, but he's forcing it down. After that, he's eaten too much and he goes and he lies down. Takes a quick... 28 to 45 minute nap wakes up and says oh shit I haven't done any of the things I needed to do today that's when he begins work on the mirror or not the mirror that's when he begins work on the window pane takes all the glass shards out takes out his putty knife and finds where the crown molding not the crown molding you see I I'm too stupid I can't even I, I like one of the things, if you're doing an, an impression or an accent, like you have to know some things. You can't, you can't be so stupid. You don't even know what it, it's called. Well, I mean, it's a molding. All right. He takes his putty knife and he assesses where the molding is. And he cuts a line down the entire strip of the molding. And he carefully wiggles it free and... So the tack nails pull out, and then he takes the tack nails out, and he puts those aside, and then carefully measures the exact width and height of the opening in the window, and then obviously he's not doing this quickly, so it takes around five hours for him to... this part of the procedure done and after those five hours go by guess what it's around seven o'clock so he's, he's he's scrambling now he's saying oh why does it why did it take me so long to do that relatively simple procedure why am I so stupid oh I guess I was doing a million other things at the same time what happens then well he quickly rushes to the nearest Lowe's store Lowe's Home Improvement Store. And when he arrives there, he, he hands a scribbled-on piece of paper 
to an old black man who, with wisdom. <laughs> an old gray-haired black man who seems like he's been doing this job for too long, and he says, Sir, I understand what these marks are on this paper, thank you. The old gray-haired Negro gentleman, he, he uses a device that Charlie does not quite understand, and he puts a large piece of glass into a glass cutting, a glass cutter, and he cuts them to the exact dimensions that Charlie has requested. Within a tenth of a millimeter. And when Charlie arrives home, he checking at it and then he hands the, the the piece of glass back to Charlie and Charlie. He says, Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You are a life savior. Thank you. Meanwhile, the store has closed. This man was trying to get home. He gives you the piece of glass. He writes something on the outside of the paper that he's wrapped the glass in. He says, take this to the front desk. They will know what to do. Charlie says, thank you, sir. He hurriedly walks to the cash register where the annoyed cashier says, okay, thank you. Looks at the glass. He says, yes, I do. I know what this means. The writing on the outside of this paper, I, I know what the writing on the outside of this package means, thank you, and he rings it up and then the card reader beeps while Charlie says, oh, yes, and he, he takes his credit card out, says the amount is okay, and he signs and puts his credit card back in his wallet, puts it in his pocket, and he runs to his car. And he gets home and his girlfriend is sitting there annoyed and she says, did you, did you make it in time? Did they close? I'm like, no, uh, no, they, they almost closed. Charlie, Charlie exclaims, he says, 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 no, (laughs) they did not close until I had already made it. I was able, I was helped by a nice elderly black man. And he gave me the piece that I need and then Charlie will, he will put, he'll put the glass in place in the door. He'll put the moldings in place and he will carefully set the tack nails straight into those holes so that he can tap them in very gently with a nail. Then as he goes to swing the tack nail, the very last time, he will hit a hole straight through the brand new glass plane. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that's going to happen. <laughs> so, that's the story. The story's over right there, because I don't want to say that. I don't want to see that happen. I don't want the... I don't want to get jinxed. I don't know. That'd be, that would really suck if that happened, but that's not. that's probably not going to happen, so... Uh, I had to do this a different time because I kicked a fucking <laughs> window pane out of the the back door of my house. God, I 
I'm such a fucking idiot. I was hammered. That was a bad night. That was a really bad night. When I kicked the... I, I lost my keys. And I had to kick the, the back window out of... <laughs> the back... I had to, so it was already broken in one spot. I wouldn't have done it. Except for it was like already broken and like glued together. When we moved into the place. It was bullshit. So I was like, alright, it's already broken. I'll just fucking kick this in and let myself in. And I did. I just kicked the door. Claire was out of town. I was drinking with my friends and I just got hammered. <laughs> I lost my keys. They put me in an Uber. Um, anyway. Not important. Not important. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. That's going to happen. In the, all right, so hopefully that doesn't take me all day. As you heard from the saga of what is going to be tomorrow. I call that I call that story tomorrow. That's what it's called, is tomorrow. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, hopefully I'll... All right, my goal is to get to, to have the measurements and get to Lowe's. Just, I don't know. Like, what's a reasonable... <laughs> what's reasonably early enough? Like... I guess just like <laughs> to have that whole thing done and to be at Lowe's. I mean, all right, an hour before they close. That's I'm setting the bar low. Okay, I'm just gonna say an hour before they close. I will. I will try to be there buying the pane of glass. So anyway, that should be good. Um, Let's see here. I um I just saw so there's a there's a car there with a with a a, a student driver sticker on it. And I was thinking like that might actually be a good if you were like if you're trying to like run drugs, right? If you were trying to like just if or just had any sort of contraband material in your car and you really wanted to not get pulled over. Um <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that would be a, like a really really good like way to like make your car look not suspicious. If you put student driver just like a student driver sticker on the bumper. Just, <laughs> just like yeah, yeah, just like that way even if you like were swerving or sh- like did something stupid on accident, like the cop probably would just be like, "Eh." <laughs> Maybe have a student driver driving. <laughs> just who could it be? Just just get like some sixteen-year-old kid, <laughs> dude. That would be such a good cover, bro. Just like, just just get like my buddy, who's young as fuck. Just be like, yeah, I'm still learning. <laughs> I don't know, I guess it would have to be like a 15-year-old to make that work, or a 16-year-old. I guess you could get like a 19-year-old. Just have him be like, huh, sorry. Yeah, just get like, (laughs) I don't know, I have no idea. Sit in the passenger seat. Just be like, yeah, he's learning. Huh? Yeah, no, this is my nephew. I don't know. I mean, you can just drive 
shit everywhere. Like, you can just do it. Like, there's no way to get caught. There's no, I mean, there's no way to get caught. Like, you can just, like, obviously they can pull you over for any fucking reason they want to, theoretically. But, like, if you just drive really safe and stay under the radar, I mean, how do you get caught? Like, what is the, what is the, yeah, I mean, you crash your car. You, I don't know. Yeah, if you if you're smart, it's easy to it's easy to move contraband over distances within this country. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, like driving from California, like you think. I mean, even if even if there's like it's like a Georgia license plate, I guess I guess they're likely to pull you over. But all right, so you so you're you're driving from California with a bunch of drugs in your car, a bunch of just weed in your car. And you're going, like, yeah, like, across state lines. And, um, you have a Georgia driver's license plate on your car. Um, but you put a student driver's sticker on your car. And you have, and you have, like, a young kid... Yeah, I guess cops pull you over. Like, where are you going? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just think it would be easy. But I'm not going to do that because, I don't know, I'm never going to fucking do that. Why Why do I think about it so much when it's... I, I guess you're always thinking about, like, the puzzle of, like, how could I do something and not get caught? How would I get away with that? How would I steal a car? How would I steal the coolest car and, like, just completely get away with it? I feel like just completely, like, just driving across state or something like that. I get, but then you have to get, like, the car registered. I don't think it's easy to steal a car. I think you got to take it and take it to the chop shop and just sell all the parts. Like, you can't be driving around in a stolen car. That's like, I wouldn't want to chop up a car. Fuck that. That's tragic. Tragic as fuck, dude. Especially like, yeah. So like, Gone in 60 Seconds. I should watch that movie again. I, uh... I listen to this this show called Come Town a lot. I really like Come Town. And, uh... On Come Town, (laughs) the, the one guy was doing a, um... What's what the fuck is that guy's name? I, I I got it right with my dad. I told I was telling my dad the bit and he was liking it from Cumbtown. He was like, "You gotta go slow." Uh, what's that? What the hell is his name? The guy from uh, Gone in sixty seconds and like that secondhand lines movie. His name is um, dude. I had it. I can't think of it. He's in The Godfather, right? He's the he's the consigliere. What the hell is that dude's name? Fuck. I, well, I, I told it to my dad, and my dad I know my dad likes that actor, so I I was telling him the, the, the joke where it's just like everything you do is like you gotta go slow. You do like you're doing the I don't know you're doing the voice. So I kept saying that, and uh, it made me think about Gone in sixty seconds, and I was like shit. And uh, so I'm moving to Memphis. And the main character's name is Memphis Reigns. And so I was like, I was like, maybe I should watch that movie. Just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I should watch Gone in 60 Seconds, but it just made me think like, 
Is Memphis Reigns cool in that movie? I can't. I can't remember. I can't. I can't remember if he's cool or if he's just. I guess he fucks Angelina Jolie with dreadlocks. Right, Angelina Jolie with dreadlocks. He fucks her. That's pretty cool, you know. Not my favorite Angelina Jolie, but that I feel like that adds to the credibility. Like he's not a square. He's got he's getting pussy from dreadlock girls, who are incredibly hot, in a car. They're sitting there waiting to waiting to steal a car, and they're watching like the the couple fuck inside the house, uh, or at least they're like they're watching the couple sort of like do the dance of like foreplay or whatever. Um, and they're waiting to steal the car out of the driveway of the house. So they're sitting there, they're sitting there watching the couple. They're like, you know, they're drinking wine. They're like, they're making out. And they're like, as soon as they turn the light off inside. And I think, I think they fuck, right? I think they fuck while that's happening or something. And then they wait till the, 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 the people go to sleep or whatever. They fuck when the other f- couple's fucking. I can't remember. But I remember that they, once, once the couple went to sleep, they went and stole his, his Carrera out of the f- driveway. Um. So yeah, but maybe I'll watch maybe I'll watch uh, Gone in sixty seconds, and then I can watch the the credits to figure out who the fuck. What the hell is his name? It's Michael Caine is is the one old guy in that. Dude, Secondhand Lines is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It's uh, it's Haley Joel Osment from the the Sixth Sense, and these two old fuckers. And it's like a, it's like a, you know, it's a Disney movie. It's a, it's a heartwarming live action Disney movie. Um, fucking A. I can't believe I can't think of that actor's name. That's really hurting my feelings. You gotta go slow. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta steal the car slow. I don't know. Um. That's fun that I can do come town bits with my dad. He was liking that. He was liking that shit. Anyway, um, about to be home. I think my girlfriend's making me Crunchwrap Supremes, dude. Homemade Crunchwrap Supremes, bro. Did I find the right one or not? Okay, she was acting crazy as fuck this weekend. We were out with her friends and she got a little too drunk and she was being kind of psycho. And I was really, I was like, do I want to move to fucking Memphis with this bitch, this crazy bitch? She's crazy, but all girls are crazy. That's, I, re, I maintain that. Some girls are crazier than others, and she's, I mean, she's in the, she's, she's in the middle. She's right in the fucking median average girl. I guess girls are like, I wonder what side is like the, the, is it a normal distribution? Are there some girls that are just so fucking crazy, and then there's some girls that are? No, I think I think even the chillest girls, like they approach like a like like an actual chillness, but they never quite get there. And then the, like and there's like there's not a lot of them. Um. Yeah, I think it's sort of a, but I I think it tapers off on the top. I think it, it it's like there's really really crazy chicks, right? So it's not a normal distribution. It's like a. It's like an exponential curve. It's like a, it's like an X to the third. And there's no, no, it's not because it's, it's a, what would it be? Because it's, it's definitely, 
it never it never it never touches not crazy. It's uh, um, do I not even know what that word is? What's the word for something that approaches the x and the y axis? What's a word? Is there is there a word for that? The graph of that line, that shape. I'm sure there is. It's not a parabola. Um, hyper. Is, is it a hyperbola? Maybe. I don't know. That's all right, engineer. Definitely something you should know. Don't lead with that next week or you know the, tomorrow when uh you're looking for jobs or if you if you you know get any interviews next week. Yeah. Don't don't start with what is that? What's that shape that? The, the the equation makes on the graph yeah <laughs> I don't even know what I can't even tell you what function makes that I can't even in my head think right now what function would create that that shape where it goes you know infinitely approaches one it's limits there's two limits there's a limit on the x-axis and the limit on the on the y-axis what would that function be and what would that shape be called I don't know doesn't matter I'll, I'll figure it out <laughs> I'll figure it out just in case they ask me that in an interview. All right, homework. You gotta you gotta figure out who that actor is. Is that Brian Dennehy? That's not Brian Dennehy, right? No, Brian Dennehy's a big, bull-faced Italian fucking cop actor guy, right? Brian Cox. Brian Dennehy. Brian Cox. Brian. No, Brian Cox. I know Brian Cox. Brian Cox is not who I'm thinking. I think Brian Dennehy is who I think Brian Dennehy is, and it's not that guy. Brian Cox is awesome. Brian Cox is Hannibal Lecter in that um, movie Manhunter, and he's a million other things. He's the dad in um, Big Fish. That's Brian Cox. I don't fucking know, dude. My mind, I'm too tired. I'm just too tired. It's a little, like, just the silly stuff was, was hitting hard. The actually trying to be smart about anything was... I'm not in that mind space. I, what could I be silly about? Hitting hard. Yeah, that was really hitting hard. That when you did the, your your schedule for tomorrow in a British accent. <laughs> that was hitting hard. That was great. Everybody's gonna like that part. All right. Well, whatever. You know what? Fuck you guys. Goodbye. Fuck off somewhere. I got work to do.